0: Rakuten is proud to present Elizabeth I, the new podcast about Elizabeth Taylor as the original influencer. She was famous for her impeccable style, and Rakuten wants to help you save on the styles you love. Shopping for the perfect holiday party outfit? Rakuten makes it possible with cash back, deals, and coupons. Save money at stores you love. Get started at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N, Rakuten.com.
1: It's making
0: a list. Tracking
1: it
2: twice. It's not so bad. How do you get down the tree. You're sexing in my grandpa. Santa baby, slip a sable
3: under the tree.
2: Santa
4: baby? Yeah, it's disgusting. It sexualizes Santa.
3: If you were Santa, you could do magic. Here,
4: let's watch you disappear.
3: Santa, Okay, people, tomorrow morning,
4: 10
5: a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh my god! Now from the Bob and Sherry Studios, Santa's favorite little helpers, it's Bob and Sherry. Welcome to the Friday Bob and Sherry Show. We
1: have the People's Movie Critic coming up with Violent Night in about an hour and a half right here. We're going to chat with our astrologer, Charlie King. Um, We're going to talk about how Christmas used to be illegal and, and not just like in the middle of nowhere, like it used to be illegal in Massachusetts. So we got all that coming up for you. But we wanted to start the show today, we're just shocked and saddened by the news that Celine Dion has released. She's been diagnosed with this rare, incurable neurological disease, one-in-a-million diagnosis. It's called stiff person syndrome. And a strange which, name. B- before you laugh, right, it, it turns the people who have it, and again, very rare, one-in-a-million people. It turns them into human statues. Over time, it progressively locks the body into these sort of rigid positions. People who have it are ultimately unable to walk, unable to talk. There's no cure for stiff person syndrome. And it does sound like something like you would say about like a middle manager that you had. Like, oh, look at Tom. He's got stiff person syndrome. But it's a real disease and really rare No cure, but there are some treatments that can slow it down and Celine Dion herself um, told her fans about this on her Instagram.
3: Performing for you. I always give a hundred percent when I do my shows but my condition is not allowing me to give you that right now. For me to reach you again, I have no choice but to concentrate on my health at this moment, and I have hope that I'm on the road to recovery. This is my focus, and I'm doing everything that I can to recuperate. I want to thank you so much for your encouraging wishes of love and support on my social media. This means a lot to me. Take care of yourselves.
6: Good Lord, that's one of the saddest things I've ever heard.
1: You guys,
6: Holy moly, what a weird the, the,
1: situation. The way the disease works is it causes these horrific spasms, and then the body kind of locks into those positions. Celine Dion, who has one of the most beautiful, powerful, singular voices, her vocal cords are in spasms. She's not been able to sing.
6: And you say and that I, there's – she's she's saying that she's hoping she's going to be on the road of, to recovery. You're saying that there's no cure for this?
1: Well, there are treatments to slow it down. There There is no oh, yeah. cure right now. Mm-hmm. But there are treatments mm-hmm. to slow it down. And, you know, I, I don't recommend anybody bet against Celine Dion. She's had an incredibly difficult life. Like, it's so easy to look at celebrities and go, oh, my God, you're so rich. You have a water park in your backyard. But, yeah. you know, she – Her parents, she lost her parents and ended up raising her siblings. No, that was Shania, but Celine had a similar, yeah, Celine had a similar thing. And then she Mm -hmm. fell in love and got married and had children. And then her husband died of cancer a few years ago and she's been alone Mm -hmm. with her boys. Like she's had all this success and fame and beauty and wealth, but it doesn't protect you from life.
6: Now, you know, she has not looked well uh, over the last few years. When you've seen photographs of her uh, taken by paparazzi, you know, you would look at her and you would say, well, it it looks like she has an eating disorder. She is just so, so, so thin. And evidently, this probably had something to do with it, wouldn't you think?
1: Well, she's always been a very um, slender, willowy person, but she has looked... She yeah. has not looked healthy. Well, she had no. to cancel her scheduled her last scheduled Vegas residency mm-hmm. over health issues. Nobody, nobody knew what it was. And just to your point, Bob, just a couple of years ago, people were hammering her on social media: "You're too thin. You're too thin." Yeah. Um, and yeah. she, at that time, she said, "I, I am. I, I am thin. I've always been thin. You can look at every picture of me." Um, and there was a hint that there was something going on with her health, but nobody knew yeah. what it was.
6: She I mean, was the uh, she was shocking. the first person that you and I ever together went on stage and introduced when we yeah. were just starting out. When we were just starting out together, that was the first uh, first show we did with Celine Dion.
1: She's had a she's had a magical life, but she's also had a lot of heartbreak in mm-hmm. her life. And this is a mm-hmm. shocking, yeah, shocking diagnosis. Oh, God so bless her.
6: that's something. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's hope, you know, maybe if anybody has the persistence and the fortitude to whip it, it would be Celine. Alright, keep it here. We got morons in the news coming up. We have comedian Takara Williams. We have the People's movie critic. It's Bob and Sherry.
5: The Bob and Sherry store is crowded with all kinds of great merchandise. It's always something! Including the new It's Always Something coloring book. It's Always Something. A coloring book for exhausted adults. Oh! Plus Sherry's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. The Book of Bob. I know I'm a blowhard. He's a double blowhard. Mixes from the Scone Goddess. Ah. Candles. Ah. Mother of All Mothers merch. And much, much more. Come check out the Bob and Sherry store, conveniently located on the shop tab at BobandSherry.com.
7: Hi, I'm Sergeant Graves. I'm here at Camp Humphreys in South Korea, and I just wanted to give a shout out to my family back home in the Chicagoland area. Happy holidays. I love you guys and miss you.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry.
6: So are you going to watch the Harry and Meghan Netflix thing that's coming oh, you
1: on. know i am this is a very busy time of the year and they're releasing all these episodes i i'm gonna try to get through some of it this weekend i have read i don't even care about spoiler warnings i have read everything i can get my hands on you want to talk about some of the things that come out in in it
6: yeah um, yeah and i'm, some I'm of them, looking you're,
1: at you already know like that he compares megan to princess diana and Some of it you've already heard, right? I'm assuming.
6: Yeah, some of it is very uh, poignant and actually sad. He, He says, the majority of my memories as a child are being swamped by paparazzi. He recalled learning as a young child how to handle the attention, saying, within the family, this is a quote from Harry, within the family, within the system, the advice that is always given is don't react, don't feed into it, unquote. I bet that's true. Don't react. It must
1: be. It must be so strange to have little kids in that in kind of environment, that kind of world, yeah. and have to teach your kids. Yeah. To have your kids grow up just assuming that every time they walk through a door, people are screaming at them and flashes are going off. That's mm-hmm. got to be a hard, hard thing to do. He talks about um, how while Charles and Diana were getting divorced, he was just constantly pulled from one place to the other. Um, and he said, it's a lot like anyone whose parents get divorced. He said, quote, maybe your parents are competitive or you're in one place longer than you want to be or in another place less than you want to be. There's all sorts of uh, pieces to that. He talks about that he and Megan met on Instagram when he saw a, v- a friend's Instagram had a video of that friend with Megan. And he was instantly like, who's that? And, you know, the friend set them up and the rest is history. Um what
6: else she says she says something along the lines uh, as soon as uh, he asked her to marry him, she knew that her life was going to have a lot of drama and a lot of pain. She knew that that would go along with that. That's not a quote I'm paraphrasing but she knew that my life is going to change and it's not always going to be the life of a princess.
1: I think that I mean how could you not know that right? Right. I mean, think about it. If you, if, uh, I don't know, none of them are single. If Princess Eugenie was like, I've got to have me some of that Bob Lacey. I've got to have some of that American radio man. It, would you not expect your life to be filled with some drama and some discomfort and pain if you married into the royal family?
6: Would well, you, you know, the other that? thing is you're, you're brought up as an American uh, with, with certain customs. And she recalls in this uh, Netflix film, meeting Prince William and his wife Catherine over dinner. Uh, Oblivious to royal protocol, she said she was, quote, barefoot and wearing ripped jeans at the time. She described herself as a hugger, but said that this can be jarring for some British people. Quote, I guess I started to understand very quickly that the formality on the outside carried through on the inside. That formality carries over on both sides, and that was surprising to me. So behind, yeah. behind, behind, behind the, 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 doors of whatever the palace is, you know, they don't, they don't just, you know, wear a beautiful suit, a beautiful dress, wave at the crowd and go inside and, and put on ripped jeans and a t-shirt. There's a bit more formality to carry yourself still as a Royal, uh, even behind closed doors.
1: Pierce Morgan, <laughs> Piers Morgan is watching this to no one's surprise. Piers Morgan, the ham-headed British bloviator who hates, hates, hates Meghan Markle and doesn't much care for Prince Harry either. So he's on Twitter blowing up his Twitter with comments like, this is worse than keeping up with the Kardashians, something I didn't think was humanly possible. Hashtag Harry and Meghan on Netflix. He's just watching this like it's a
6: freaking party. I, I don't think, you know, as far as their um, public perception goes, especially in Great Britain, I don't know that the Netflix movie is a, is a great idea. What do you think?
1: Was, I think it was probably a terrible idea.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But what do I know? Max, uh, I think Max agrees it was a terrible I, idea, I think it's going to backfire on them.
5: It. I really do. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah it looks like they're making money off it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're not... Yeah. It's not no, like they're coming forward with something. It's like they're making money on it. And I just kind of mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of weird. Well,
6: I know but that I the, the king hates it. The king hates Netflix, and so does William. The next king, they hate Netflix because of The Crown. The Crown is on Netflix, and they hate that movie. They hate that series.
1: I just have to admit um, to having like this voyeuristic... Enthusiasm for seeing all the behind-the-scenes stuff, looking at what their house looks like. I <laughs> really need a hobby. Dude, I do. I mean, I'm, I, I am not proud honesty. of this. I really. Yeah, I admire. All right, the we got honesty. morons in the news straight ahead. We got the people's movie critic with Violent Night coming up. It's Bob and Sherry. Are you ready? We never seem to
2: run out, you're both morons. Morons in the news with Bob and Sherry.
6: We call them morons for a reason. Police arrested a Georgia man who commented on a social media post by the local sheriff's office asking, "Why am I not on the area's most wanted list?" Christopher Spalding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making it up. Christopher Spaulding commented on a news release posted on Facebook by Rockdale County Sheriff's Office in Georgia, which listed the most wanted fugitives in the area. Spaulding, who did not make the list, asked the officers, and I quote, how about me, under the comment (laughs) section of the post. According to the release, Rockdale County Sheriff's Office replied to Mr. Spaulding's comment by saying, quote, You are correct. You have two warrants, and we are on the way. Unquote. Rockland police apprehended Mr. Spalding. He had two active warrants violating probation, according to the police statement. I just have to ask you, you know you have the two warrants because you've been arrested. What possible plus is poking the the bear?
1: I'm going to defend this man. You know, we often say, what's wrong with our criminals today? They lack the the go get ingenuity and ambition of our mm-hmm. old-time criminals like John Dillinger, Al Capone, or whatever. Here's mm-hmm. a guy that cares so much about what he does for a living, even though it's illegal, that he wants to be the best.
6: He it's wants to be on the most you know, wanted you're list. You are right. It's either that or he's looking at the pictures of the most wanted And he says, if my picture is up there, there's probably some woman somewhere that's going to say, I'd like a bad boy.
1: Listen, I don't care who you are as a man. There is a woman who's cried herself to sleep over you. Yeah. You could be a man right now waiting at the ER to come up with a good story for why you have a turnip in in your sphincter. And there's a woman somewhere that has asked her mom, "Why did do Gun love me back, Mama? Yeah, yeah. Why's old turnip bottom not love me back?
6: Yeah, I don't know. Because what's that wrong is with what your- it is
1: to be a man. Yeah.
6: I, I know, yeah,
1: I know, I know. Let's go to today's moron of the day. This is two middle-aged guys driving really nice cars outside of a gap in a shopping center in Brisbane, Australia. The BMW um, did not. Uh, let the SUV driver into traffic. And so the two men jumped out of their cars and began pounding each other, punching each other. We have the video, by the way. We're going to put the video up on the Bob and Shared Facebook. It's pretty amazing. They're punching each other. They're wrestling. They're down on the ground. And then suddenly one man, the fight stops. One man stands up, helps the other man up, seized the sunglasses that the other guy was wearing that had gotten knocked off onto the parking lot, picked them up and handed them back, and then they both got in their cars and went away. And all I can think is, this was, this was the true definition of temporary insanity. You're so pissed off that somebody blocked you in traffic, You're that right. you were willing to beat them half to death, and then you caught yourself and went, wait a you minute. You
6: realized. I am yeah.
1: a 50-year-old man punching another man outside yeah. the gap. Yeah, this is this is not who I want to be. This is not my legend.
6: Yeah, Um, that very seldom happens. In all the years we've done morons in the news, the first time I ever I ever heard of a guy who had self-realization in the middle of a brawl.
1: That's why it's the moron of the day. That's why, because right in the middle of and when you see the two of them pounding on each other, you're like, boy, that is a beating for a parking space. I don't know. That's worth it. And then you see the moment where the lights go on and they go, oh, my God, I am a middle aged man beating another man at the gap.
6: The thing is, though, as a guy, when you see your friends over at the pub later on and they say, what happened to you? You're you've got a scar on your face. You don't want to say I got into a fist fight with a guy. And then I had a realization that it's just the wrong thing to do. So I handed him his sunglasses, and we just left. That's not a guy way to, to end it. Guys don't want to hear that their friend ended it that way, with sense. They want to know that he went right for the end, right down on the ground, fighting to the last second.
1: I guess it depends on the guy, because my husband would be like, wait a minute, Chief. You buy your clothes at the Gap?
6: <laughs> You're a little old for he that,
1: he wouldn't yeah. even get to the rest of the fight. Right, I cannot right. wait for you guys to see this video. It is yikesies. All right, that is straight ahead plus comedian Takara Williams. And once upon a time, believe it or not, Christmas was against the law in some places. It's Bob and Sherry.
5: Fevered. There's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Cherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to BobandCherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott, Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites complete with full kitchens, which are perfect for family. This also includes an eight hour fishing charter with Pipe Dream Charters, a round of golf at Amelia River Club, and a Luxe Boho picnic courtesy of Luxe Picnics by Les, plus round trip flights at a rental car. If you're active military or a veteran, Florida salutes you. Bob and Sherry are sending veterans on vacation. Nominate a veteran or yourself today at BobandSherry.com. Bob and Sherry contest rules apply.
2: Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at BobandSherry.com.
1: It's talkback time. Our number is 844-52-Sherry. That's 844-52-S-H-E-R-I. Or if you have our app that's free and Google Play in the Apple Store and load it with all kinds of cool features, you can just tap the little cartoon microphone at the bottom center of the screen and talk and the
7: app will do the rest hey bob and jerry this is devin from florida um you
3: can't talk so much about the fudge and then we just can't have it like i need jim's wife's fudge recipe is that in your cookbook already because if so i'm gonna order it but if not (laughs) could you like maybe call jim's wife and get the recipe and put it in your newsletter for next month pretty
7: please happy holidays i hope the jingle stick comes out soon love you guys bye yeah, um, I've, got, you know
6: what? I've got to get it out. I've forgotten about it. It's in the other room. Um, if, if you're just, you know, a casual listener, um, Jim Barrell, who was our newsman for many years, just a great guy. His wife made the most unbelievable fudge. I mean, it was. <sighs> we would see it in the break room and look at it first because we knew what was going to happen. And uh, if we ate it and. It's so filled with sugar. It's so thick. It's so rich. And yet, we knew what would happen. You would get a sugar buzz after two or three bites, but you couldn't walk away from it.
1: Well, we will post the recipe on our website. And in our next issue of the newsletter, Max reached out to Jim. And Jim got his wife to agree to share the recipe.
5: And well that was been, nice. Really, she was like, "They remember my fudge." Yes, oh, how could we, we talked not? about it all the time. Seriously, but yeah. I, the thing that I love about it is when you look at the recipe, pay close attention to the fact she says you can't have this. You can't put like do everything in half of everything and expect it to come out right. Also, don't do it if it's humid outside. So she really, she, the woman knows her fudge. So follow yeah. the directions closely. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: She said that if you try to make it on a humid day, it won't Mm -hmm. set up and turn into fudge, and you'll just have to pour it over ice cream. How is Jim Barrel still alive (laughs) in this
6: house? Do do the barrels have uh, actual windows and doors that close the outside (laughs) out to their house? I mean, (laughs) I
5: I can tell you how he's still alive. Jim does that mysterious thing called moderation. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, Yeah, that is true. That is true.
1: Let me make a note of that in case it ever comes up again that we actually know somebody that (laughs) does that. Jim makes moderation. Um, And I think we have another talk back, Bob, about germphobic people that I think you'll appreciate.
5: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Okay. Here, Here you are.
7: Bob, Sherry, Max, and Doc. This is Ashley again. Um, I uh, have got a bit of a backlog on your podcast, so I'm currently listening to Those Cursed Tires from last month, and you're going over uh, the topic of um, I'm with Boomer, or I'm with the Boomer. I, I don't know what the title was exactly, but uh, Bob was getting ribbed about uh, have, wanting to have a physical menu, and Bob, I'm with you on it. i got to have a physical menu. I don't want to have to pull my phone out. For every restaurant, so I can look at their menu. Um, but uh, to uh, Sherry's point about how everyone touches them, my solution to that, I carry hand sanitizer. Once I'm done touching the menu, I sanitize my hands. If I don't really go up and go and wash my hands. Um, anyway, I just wanted to share that. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Love you all. Thank you.
6: Bye. I totally agree with her. I totally agree with her. Look,
1: I support both of y'all. But if I'm going to be disinfecting surfaces, I'll just stay home and eat here. <laughs> if I have to be cleaning counters and tables and menus and then paying on top of it, I'll, I'll just go stay here.
6: I don't want to go to a restaurant and have to work. I don't want to have to get out the phone and and find the little Thing that you have to shoot it and then look at it on the phone but and flip. I just want to open a menu, okay?
5: Then I'll go to the men's room and wash my hands or whatever. In the restaurant's defense, they're just trying to go with the times. They're saying that people don't want to touch things, so we have created a way for you to not have to do that.
6: Okay, well, they're not going to have me as a customer. They need to have at least a one cheater. Is that too much to ask, a one cheater? Okay. And why do you make so many things? You know, I don't want I don't want to go to a restaurant with 65
5: choices. How good could that be? Just give me that one sheet. Then just don't go to that restaurant. Eight? eight I don't. Don't. Don't, they don't. don't even complain. You don't have to complain about it because you're never going to go there. So just don't go there. And then you never have to complain about it again. Well,
6: I want them to listen because they, they would be better off if they had fewer items.
5: Just come here. You'll
1: eat whatever I give you. And then you can go wash your hands wherever you want. <laughs> there you go. I do <laughs> like
6: your spaghetti pie. It's very yeah. good. Yeah.
3: It's Bob and Sherry ominous undercurrents in politics the bleak state of the economy and the dickens-like prospect of no food on the table it may be time to ask the really big questions questions like will milton be able to reclaim the pharmaceutical empire from his wonderful wife or will he continue to hide from the law Will Rhonda Wepler ever find happiness after having her lover Miguel Rios murdered? Will Elise Gelt's lottery winnings go to her head? And will her lover Regina Miranda ever win back Elise's love? Will the adorable and clueless Travis be able to get his own coffee and Smoke weed when he is the boss, or will he have to eat gummies instead? Restless Shores,
0: find the escape
3: you are looking for.
7: Find Restless Shores wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Kim, the parentologist. As a wife, mom, therapist, and all-around juggler like most of you, I lead a hectic life, and sometimes that means indulging in foods on the go that my stomach doesn't always agree with. Thankfully, Pepto-Bismol provides me fast and effective relief for all kinds of upset stomachs. Having a little too many guilty pleasures at a family barbecue or birthday celebration may lead to indigestion or heartburn, so I always keep Pepto on hand to get fast relief when I need it the most. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed and keep out of reach of children.
5: The Bob and Sherry Oddcast. It's a podcast with stuff you won't hear on the regular show. I had Todd
1: track down the founder of the American Museum of the House Cat. I've,
4: I've got the cat mummy, which was a real rare find. In, what did you know,
5: it look like, doctor?
4: It just, well, it, well, it looks like it's just an old dried up cat. It. It's
5: Bob and Sherry, <laughs> uncensored, uninterrupted, and unfettered. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast. You know, I like people, but I don't crave being around people. You know what I mean? I do. My odd? I'm not Would that you say way. That I'm,
1: No, you're not odd.
5: I'm I'm not (laughs) odd in that way. You can get the Bob and Sherry Oddcast by going to our website, BobandSherry.com, B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com, or text the word Oddcast to 888-262-7437. 888 Bob Sherry or the simplest way get the new Bob and Sherry app for your iPhone in the app store
1: I listen to you every morning on the way to work and the podcast on the way home from
5: work every day it's Bob and Sherry unlike you've ever heard them before the Bob and Sherry podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Sergeant Herrera at the Joint Multinational Readiness Center. I just want to wish my family in Conroe, Texas, a Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's
1: Bob and Sherry. It's time for Everyone Needs a Laugh. Here is comedian Takara Williams. All right.
7: shout out to all like the new moms the newbies with all the new kids at home um i hate you uh because new parents are too sensitive they get sensitive every at everything i say about my kids all the time they even want to come up to me in public excuse me can i talk to you for a second i'm like yes i just want to let you know that i'm a mom and what you said about your kids i'm offended and i'm like so then i asked the question how old is your child my daughter, she's 38 months. I'm like, miss, how old is that? I don't have enough fingers to count. I said, you don't even know what this means. She goes, excuse me? I said, you don't know what this hand means. What does it mean? This is the hand you have when you're standing eye to eye, toe to toe with your kid in the house that you pay the bills for saying, who you think you're talking to like that? <laughs> you ever chase up Who you think you're talking to like that? Real parent? You're not a real parent until you pull into your driveway and eat your food in the car. That is a parent. Do you hear me? Like, I'm a parent parent. I will pull into my garage, close the garage door, car still running, carbon monoxide all in the air. <laughs> I would rather die than share these nuggets and lemonade with anybody in this house. <laughs> love my kids. I love my kids. Like, I got a five-year-old, a 14-year-old, and my son, he's 18. They teach me stuff all the time. Like, the five-year-old taught me how big I was. Like, I know I'm not big, but I'm not small, you know? Like, I'm not large, but I'm not tiny, you know? I'm just me. But she taught me. I come home from work one day, she got on a tube dress. That's just a piece of cloth that's a square. You pull it on, it stops here, stops here, that's it. Hers say Nike on the side. She walk around the house in a dress like this. <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. I called my 14-year-old daughter, Casey. I said, get in here. She comes into the room, she's laughing. I said, that's not funny. Where'd she get that dress from? She said, I don't know. I said, you didn't take that from one of your little friend's house and you thought you was gonna wear it when I wasn't around? She said, Ma, I don't wear stuff like that. That's inappropriate. But then I thought a dark thought. I got an 18-year-old son, his name is Chase. I said, ooh, Chase messing around in his house. I call him down the stairs, he come down the stairs, he see my daughter, she walk around in this dress. It's a Nike dress, It say Nike on the side. It got a hole in the back, her whole butt hanging out. She just walking around like this. He laughing, I said, that's not funny. I said, well, "I said you mess with little girls and they leave these little things behind? He said, Ma, I would never talk to a girl who wears something like that, that's inappropriate. I said, well where does she get this dress from? They both said, we don't know. It say Nike on the side, a hole in the back, her little booty hanging out, and she just keep doing this around the house. So I grabbed her, Chris. Chris is five. I said, Get over here. And as soon as I touched it, I was like, Oh man, that's my knee brace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, knee braces got holes in the back. She just broke <laughs> my knee brace. <clears throat> Thank you so much. That is to Kara
1: Williams. We'll get that posted up at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I dot com. Today is the last day to nominate your veteran to win an incredible trip for a family of four to Amelia Island, Florida. All you have to do is go on our website, com, nominate that veteran, and then start packing. This is Bob and Sherry.
5: Bob and Sherry ask, do you know a crazy cat person?
1: Are
2: you crazy? We are not crazy.
5: Are you a crazy cat person? Well, time to out yourself and proclaim to the world your love of your kitty best friend. It's the My Life is All About My Cat line in the Bob and Sherry store, with T-shirts available in an assortment of colors with the perfect style for you. Unisex, women's, and even tank tops in sizes small to 3X. Or you can have tea or coffee with your kitty pal with ceramic mugs that also say My Life is All About My Cat. And of course, Sherry's award-winning cooking with cats is chock full of great recipes and fun photos of felines frolicking in the kitchen with shirts. Drinkware and a cookbook, the Bob and Sherry store has your crazy cat person covered this holiday season, even if it's you.
3: Yeah, they're crazy, but they're a lot of fun.
5: Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com.
3: Wow, wow! Hi, this is Petty Officer 3rd Class
0: Ulbricht from Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. And I would like to wish my mom, dad, brothers and sisters, and Joey's family a very Merry Christmas.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry.
6: As we come to the end of another year, I reflect back on things that have puzzled me during the year. And I I would like to open them up for a conversation here at least uh, two or three things that puzzle me all year long, and I I just never have time to bring it up. So the first one is um, why do American um, stalls in public bathrooms only go so far down where you can see the dude's, you know, like uh, ankles, shoes, and part of his legs – yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. It, if you're in Europe, it's completely enclosed. Europeans are freaked out when they come over here and they go into like an airport, uh, men's room or ladies room. And they're going, what is this? Uh, do Americans dance while they go? What is the deal? And I'm looking at an American, uh, I don't know where, which airport it is, but it's an airport somewhere in America and the stall, the door is frosted glass. So you can see the guy sitting down. You can't really see his face because it's frosted. But, but the silhouette. He, but the silhouette, and he, of course, it's not all the way down. So you see his shoes also. Who who designed something like that? And, and you know, if we were just, never mind the frosted glass, if we were just to bring those doors all, all the way down, how much more metal is that? It's really not that much. It's about it's, six or eight inches. Is it a security thing? No, I, I, don't mean, know. They, I couldn't get underneath there if I had to get out. I'd have to go up and o- over and above.
1: I don't know the answer. I No, I think you could get out from under. You'd have It would be awful for you because you'd have to like lie down on the floor and slither out on your belly. And at that point, I think you'd rather be murdered by a maniac who's trying to break the door down with an ax. I mean, if I'm being honest, like I fully expect to be explaining to people. Yeah, um, a maniac came into the men's room at Panera, and Bob um, could not bring himself to slither out on his belly, so he allowed himself to be hacked to death. (laughs) And people who know you will go, Uh, oh, yeah, that sounds like Bob. Yeah, yeah. he does not like germs. What you say is perfectly
6: sensible, and and I totally agree with your observation (laughs) there. But uh, have you been in an airport? How many of your uh, fellow flyers can get underneath that?
1: I just, there must be some reason for it other than that it uses less Europe. door.
6: It's not in Europe. And but I've, have, I, I've seen have it in some like some a half a dozen region. places here, you know? So I don't know. But that's what, that in my opinion is what should be done. Here's my next question. I think about this I all I love I
1: love how passionately you take a stand on the things that really matter.
6: I do. I love that. P- oh, they, this matters. This matters I'm more to, to a doesn't. lot of people than voting does. it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> right here's another thing that I just cannot understand how does chick-fil- <laughs> how does chick-fil-a do it how do they do it which part <laughs> how do they get nice people who are, are smiling and polite to you how do they make sure that the line moves just as fast as it possibly can how do they never get the order wrong how do they do it the only thing I've been able to come up with, it is so expensive to get a Chick-fil-A franchise that it's unlikely they have that many that are owned by orthodontists, five states over, and it's just an investment. And who cares? You're not eating there. You're you're not taking the complaints. You it know, it costs so of, much. And I think you can only have one. You know, So maybe of, you're on top of it.
1: A bunch of my girl's friends have worked at Chick-fil-A. And I... And, and so I can't answer the question because it's not like they're paid more than at other jobs because they're not, but
6: I always thought they thing, were a little more. I always thought well, they they were.
1: it was a little more until COVID.
6: Uh-huh. Oh, now, I see. Like yeah. everybody's yeah. like
1: throwing. Yeah. Big,
6: Please work here. I know.
1: But the one thing that, that it does seem to be true is that the management treats the employees with greater kindness and compassion and decency then you might get did, did your
6: daughter's say uh, friends say that who worked because
1: yeah because i've asked a, uh-huh. a handful of these kids that i that have worked at chick-fil-a i'm like so what is the chick what's the secret sauce here like what yeah. why is everybody at chick-fil-a so nice and yeah. helpful and this kid had never worked anywhere else so she couldn't mm-hmm. she had nothing to compare it to but i was like like what's your boss like and i asked that question to a bunch of them and they all said the same thing they're really nice like they're really helpful yeah they really yeah. are They care about you. Like, I heard that a couple of times. They really seem to care about us.
6: Yeah, I'm I'm sure some of the owners don't. I've worked
1: at Chick-fil-A for years and loved it.
6: I'm sure some of the owners don't. Maybe most of the owners don't work there every day uh, running the uh, operation. But I bet they are more hands-on than some other uh, fast food joints. I mean, we had a story more into the news. I'm not going to mention which uh, fast food it was. The line was backed up, like, 10 to 15 cars, and two of the employees, one of them was giving a tattoo to the other in the dining area. So they, they took a little time off. You would not see that at Chick-fil-A.
1: No. But, you yeah. know, I think, too, you probably wouldn't see it at 99 out of 100 other fast food restaurants. Either. Well, you got
6: a point That there, was a too. special
1: case there. Yeah, yeah. That,
5: that was very unusual. Right.
1: It's voluntary. and Sherry.
5: This is Sergeant First Class Chris Aposno with Arson Ford in Camp Eric John Quay. I'd like to say Merry Christmas to my wife in Los Angeles, California. Looking forward to being with you in a few months. Love you, Mary.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry.
1: It is time now for the People's Movie Critic and his review of Violent Night. Hey, Lamar.
4: You know, I've got a few favorite Christmas movies that I always watch at some point during the Christmas holidays. I've got Elf. uh, I've got the original Grinch with Boris Karloff. Not that new animated one, and certainly not that repugnant dribble that Jim Carrey embarrassed himself with. Not that. But Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and the ultimate Santa Claus movie, Miracle on 34th Street. Love it, love it, love it.
2: But Violent
4: Night. Violent Night might make the list. We'll have to see because it has Santa Claus, albeit a little on the weathered side, not quite so jolly since fewer and fewer people uh, believe in Christmas magic. And most kids have become greedy, ungrateful and self-centered. And all they want are video games. (laughs) So we're introduced to Santa, who's played by Stranger Things as David Harbour, uh, sitting at a bar taking stock of his life and his job, enjoying a few beers. And when he's asked, how long has he been Santa? He replies, longer than I can remember. I'm pretty sure I started it all. And turns out that over a thousand years ago, he was a Norseman raider and a ruthless warrior that wielded a hammer named Skull Crusher. And he was a terror of the land. But later, he became Santa Claus because of Christmas magic. And he himself still does not completely understand how the Christmas magic works, but he knows it works. Now, we also meet a little girl named Trudy, who's played by Leah Brady and her divorced parents, Jason and Linda. They're played by Alex Hassel and Alexis Louder. Now, Jason's dysfunctional family is mega, mega rich, and everyone is controlled by his mother, Gertrude, who's played by Beverly Now. It, it seems that they have $300 million in cash in a large vault. And this big group of thieves who is led by code codename Scrooge, played by John Leguizamo, uh, they're coming to rob them. So Santa arrives just as this is starting to happen. He wants no part of this. And as he's getting ready to get back in his sleigh and head to the next house, he sees Trudy. And he looks her up on his list. And she is not only on the nice list, but the list of her qualities convinces him to stay and help her. It doesn't take long for jolly old St. Nick to turn into a hammer-swinging, ass-kicking Viking, and he takes on the robbers. Now, the movie Uh is just shy of two hours. It's rated R for strong bloody violence and a whole bunch of it, language and some sexual references. The movie easily could have sucked. It really could, but it didn't. It's a compilation of Die Hard and Home Alone where Santa and Trudy, they're communicating through their walkie-talkies just like John McClane and Urkel's dad did in the original Die Hard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and Trudy
4: Trudy sets up booby traps for the bad guys like Kevin did in Home Alone. I kept waiting for Santa to utter his version of yippee-ki-yay, Mother Trucker, but he didn't. But make no mistake, Santa Claus did not disappoint. The violence was extremely visceral, But it was comedic at the same time. My ribs are sore from Carla elbowing me to stop laughing and cackling out loud. For me, it was like being on a roller coaster ride. I couldn't quit laughing. It was hilarious. And Harvard did a great job playing Santa as this reluctant hero that becomes not so reluctant as the movie progresses. And John Leguizamo, he's no Alan Rickman, but let's be honest, who is? The big surprise was this cat called, his last name's Hardy. His first name's Cam. Gigande, Cam Gigande. He plays Jason's sister's boyfriend, Morgan Steele. He's an (laughs) out-of-work action star. He was fantastic. Believe it or not, I'm dead serious. Among all the split skulls, the icicles through the eyeballs, and general bloody deaths, there were some tender moments, there were some life reflections, a few reconciliations, and a very warm Christmas message of hope for all. My score is four Christmas cookies and a cold glass of milk. This was awesome. I had a great time.
6: I had a great time. I am so glad to hear you say that because when I first saw the ads on TV for Violent Night, I just went, Oh, is this where is this where the world has ended now? Not even Christmas are we say. It's nice that there's something that is um, positive in that movie, that it's not a Christmas Saw movie.
1: It took until the 9th of December for one of your reviews to shock me into silence in 2022. (laughs) You hate scary movies. You love Christmas. This seems like, like you would be like, no way. And for you to have enjoyed it enough to add it to your annual Christmas watch list, I can't wait to see it.
4: Pretty good. Santa Claus is taking names and kicking butt. I'm telling you, it's awesome. Wow. It's so much fun. He does a great there you job. Go. He really does.
1: Four Christmas go, right cookies there. and a glass of milk from Violent Night. Keep it here for more with the People's Movie Critic next. It's
5: Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry wants you to color your way to winning a $100 Visa gift card and a copy of the Bob and Sherry coloring book, It's Always Something, a coloring book for exhausted adults. All you have to do is... Number one. Go to the Bob and Sherry website and hit the contest page. Number two. Download the image. Number three. Color the image however you want. Number four. Upload the image to Hello at com, where our blue-ribbon panel of judges will pick a winner. Color your way to a $100 Visa gift card and a copy of our new coloring book. From Bob and Sherry. Hi,
6: I'm Master Sergeant Jason Ross, currently stationed in Kuwait. I want to give a holiday shout-out to my
0: wife, Allison, my kids, William, Henry, Caleb, and Catherine, and wish everybody back home in Lakeville, Minnesota, a wonderful and Merry Christmas.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry.
6: We are back, and we were with the people's movie critic, Lamar, and he loved Violent Nights, so uh, if that's a movie that you've been looking at, he really said thumbs up to it. So it's uh, getting closer to Christmas, and I'm wondering, you said, I think the last time we talked, that your tradition of buying all of the gifts at the very last minute uh, is out the window, and you're buying in advance. Are you doing that? Did I hear that wife, right? No,
4: no, no I, my wife, my wife is buying in advance. My wife has done 100 percent of all the shopping that's been done, wow. and she's done. Now, very impressive. Once she's done, now it's getting closer to the time I need to start. But, <laughs> yeah, I always wait. always. Yeah, wait, always.
6: you you know where I have changed. I'm I'm not a big Amazon guy, but it's such a busy time. Landon sent me a list of stuff that the children would like, and I went online and on Amazon, and I knocked out all of the kids' stuff in about three minutes, and it's going to arrive tomorrow, of course. So I've changed a little bit, and I felt great after doing it, but now I'm faced with this. They're all coming to our house here. If I look over at my mantle, which I'm doing right now, there are like nine stockings. And as a kid, I loved opening up the stockings. And I knew it wasn't the big gifts, but there'd be some cool things in there and be those those popcorn balls that are in the uh, different color cellophane, which, you know, find every cavity in your head, but you just love it so much. And there'd be some candy, but there'd also be some like little small gifts. And I'm trying to figure out what do I do? What do I do to fill those things up? Now with, fun. you know, with the with the grown kids, you know, I can put in things like, I don't know, like some main maple syrup, you know, small little maple syrup things. But for the little kids, it's tougher because when I was a little kid, every single year, they, they'd have like, you know, an orange, which, you know, you just put aside. But they'd have candy and, st- and a pack of candy cigarettes. You can't give a kid candy <laughs> cigarettes. Today. It's hard you to them, find them. <laughs> it is. They're they're out there though, because Sherry Sherry found them. I think last Christmas, and and I I went online and I looked, and it, it's just a long piece of white, you know, sugar, sugar, and then pink sugar at the end, so it looks like it's lit. And there was nothing better than I you know get that for Christmas and open it up, and my brothers <laughs> opening the stuff up, and putting a, a cigarette in my mouth and walking up to the old man and feel like one of the family. But I can't fill you with that. Uh, I was never thinking What big were you, you going to say, Sherry? Go ahead.
1: We fill 16 stockings every Christmas. So um, I can help you offline <laughs> a little bit with that. <laughs> because between us, you know, we have um, nine kids that we fill wow. for, and then their parents and their parents significant others and spouses and then yeah, yeah yeah i mean it it adds up pretty quick you can get candy cigarettes online there's a vintage candy company that sells candy cigarettes remember those gross little sugar dots that you had to pick off a piece of paper like you bite yeah. them off the paper you know yeah. what i'm talking about yeah you can get those yeah and yeah, yeah. and y'all remember the
4: bubblegum gum cigars
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Were, and, 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 instead of white owl, instead of white owl, they called them something else, but it had to look like an owl on them. And and pink, man, pink I was owl, they were
6: pink. Yeah. Pink owl.
4: Yeah. yeah, I was big on. I was big on the bubblegum cigars. I, I like, yeah, I like yeah. to enjoy a couple of bubblegum cigars once. You know, See, week. I
6: I have a problem because my my grandson, if I give him some candy cigarettes, his father's cardiologist. You know. So that
4: oh, I think that would make interesting day. <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas,
6: <laughs> did, we're almost out of time. Did you have a stocking filled with stuff when you were a kid in Georgia?
4: Shoebox, shoebox had pecans, Brazil nuts, two oranges, and five one dollar bills every year. Boom, yeah. Yep, same
6: sure thing. <laughs> every wow. year, every year, every uh, shoebox. That's unusual. Shoe box. With, That's pretty. I'm cool. with Lamar. Stock is the just sofa? for people that had
4: money. We didn't have no money. Okay, we didn't <laughs> yeah. have stockings. Yeah, the We put yeah, stockings yeah. on our feet. Okay, yeah. But we had we had mm-hmm. shoeboxes.
1: Mm-hmm. The cigar bubblegum is a luxury indulgence for a kid. That's a it lot is. of bubblegum. It is. In one piece of candy. You know, the candy yeah. cigarette, yeah, it has its swagger. But a bubblegum right. cigar is a face full of fun for about an hour. So I'm with <laughs> you on that one. Well, I
6: All right, the to people's movie critic
1: really loved Violent Night. He gave it four Christmas cookies and a glass of ice cold milk and added it to his annual watch list. It's worth a try. All right. Keep it here. We're going to chat with Charlie King, the official Bob and Sherry guide to the stars straight ahead. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey, it's Sherry here. Just saying a giant thank you to everyone who reaches out and contacts the show. We try to read every email, every DM, every text. We do miss some. um, And I apologize for that. If you would like to be on the show, or if something really wild has happened in your life and you'd like to be on the Oddcast, you can reach us at hello at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I. Hello at com. That's usually the most direct way, but however you reach out, thank you, and thank you
0: for listening. Have you ever wondered what to do if you're in an abusive, narcissistic relationship or need tips on how to spice up your sex life? Or maybe how to not fall in the trap of being a mom martyr or perfectionist? or you just want tips on how to get your picky kids to eat. Whatever the reason you were there, you are welcome. Hi, I'm Dr. Kim, your confidant and host of the Parentologist Podcast. Please join me for your weekly dose of expert-level advice and resources from me and my guests in a relatable, easy-to-digest way. Find the Parentologist Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: It's the Bob and Sherry Store's sizzling summer sidewalk sale. Everything in stock is on sale, 10% off. 10% off. Including Sherry Lynch's cookbook, Cooking with Cats. And swag you can use, like Bob and Sherry 24-ounce latte mugs, travel mugs, H2Go water bottles, and our very hotline of Mother of All Mothers merch, including tote bags, candles, wear around tea and sleep shirts. 10% off. It's the sizzling summer sidewalk sale. Everything is 10% off. Just hit shop at Bobandcherry.com and use the discount code podcast at checkout. Bob and Sherry, with the people's movie critic, Lamar.
6: You know, it had a little balcony, and kids would get up the balcony, and they'd get the candy, and they'd throw it. At
4: the price of
6: candy today,
4: if I'm a yeah. theater guy,
6: I hope they're throwing it. Throw yeah. it!
1: Hey, Lamar, for sure. $8 a bag, I eat the M&Ms, and then I eat the bag. I'm not throwing <laughs> it.
4: <laughs> I tried to burp up the taste a couple of times. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> If you think us Baptists don't speak to each other in the liquor store, you should have seen us avoiding each other last night. I love Bill Murray. I mean, for me, Bill Murray's like bacon. And who doesn't like bacon, okay? I mean, <clears throat> they're both comforting. They trigger wonderful memories. And they both make you feel really, really good. Unless you're a vegan. And let's be honest, the, the only thing that brings joy to a vegan is to be able to tell other people they're vegan. Okay, that's, that's it.
5: <laughs> Listen for his reviews every Friday and get all his reviews at bobandcherry.com.
2: It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The podcast. Podcast on the free Bob and Sherry app.
1: So the other day, my husband comes up to me and says, Do you know where my birth certificate is? And I said, Yeah. And he goes, How come it's not in the safe? And I said, Because it's in the personal documents file. What do you, are you applying for like a permit or something? And he goes, No. And I was like, All right, well, let me find it for you. What do you need your birth certificate for? Nothing. I'm like, no, like, what do you need your birth certificate for? And he finally goes, Oh, I need to see what time I was born for my astrological chart. I don't know where I'm living, Charlie King, the official Bob <laughs> and Sherry astrologer who joins us right now, that my husband wanted to work on his chart. He informed me later that his chart is bowl shaped and that his challenge right now is to be more patient. Oh my God, <laughs> what is even <laughs> happening here?
8: This is amazing. uh, Did you find out the time? I have to know.
1: I did, and I I gave it to him, and I don't know what he was. He was out in the garage where he hides when he's doing something that, you know, he he doesn't (laughs) want to be bothered with, and he was out there feverishly working away. He's an Aquarius feverishly working away on his chart, and then came in and Uh, informed me um, what his chart looked like and what it was, and this is a person who is so skeptical of everything. Like, I could say something to him, Like, Kev, did you know that um, Henry VIII, blah, 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 blah. And he'll go, well, how do you know that's really true and not just the story? Like he Mm -hmm. doesn't believe anything, Mm -hmm. but he's out in the garage beavering away at his Zodiac. Charlie, I could not (laughs) believe it.
8: (laughs) Well, he's exploring and and that's brilliant because that's kind of the theme of this coming week. Um, It's all about exploring the self and where that may have got lost maybe, you know, figuring out the inspirations and ideas in your mind that are yours versus those that are somebody else's that may have been leading you off course. So he's, he's Mm -hmm. aligning in Sagittarius season. I'm, I fully support it.
1: Um, that's an interesting idea. This business of like exploring what's meant to be yours. I think that's one of the hardest, that's one of the hardest things about being an adult is realizing that you can want something so much and you can work for it so hard and it still was
8: not meant to come your way. It is very difficult. But the beauty of um, astrology to me in my experience is that often I find the thing that the person most desires is the thing that they're meant for. It's just the path and the details of how that is managed and made along the way is different because we have one perspective and that's ours and the universe has unlimited possibilities that you know we might not be able to comprehend at times. So the, the first step is the path of exploration. The next step is possibly unlimited possibilities. So how can you argue with the potential of that exploration? That is such I an interesting way to look
6: at it. That is an interesting way to look at it. When I was a teenager, I so wanted to replace Mick Jagger in the Rolling Stones. That did not work <laughs> out for me. But, you know... Um, I started on that path, and I ended up uh, with Sherry Lynch for the rest of my life.
8: Which is just the same. I know how that, sounds. <laughs> I know how that sounds. Yeah. <laughs> That's a win. It's a big, That's big a, win.
6: <laughs> oh, that is a very big win, Charles.
1: Oh, what a win that is. So if everyone is exploring um, which signs have uh, a particularly good or challenging week ahead,
8: So we've got we're still very much in Sagittarius season and we can forgive every Sagittarius around us at the moment for exploring in an indulgent way because it is their birthday season. They can do that. Um, So we've got indulgent Sagittarius exploring maybe the limits of how much this they can eat or how much, you know, that they can do or how late they can stay up. I don't know, but they're exploring the limits of, you know, what they can put their physical self through Um, And that could be both good or bad. Depends if they're taking, you know, a two mile run trying to beat their one mile time or if they're seeing if they can polish off every last slice of the cake, you know. But it is their (laughs) birthday, so that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) And we have Aquarius. um, Yeah, yeah. Let me hear about
1: Aquarius.
8: Let me hear. So we have Aquarius. I find it funny because you mentioned about your husband. It talks about an awkward situation for Aquarius this week, maybe an awkward social situation that turns out in their favor. And I think that's going to come off the back of, you know, saying something um, unique or quirky or different in a a public or networking setting. And that's that's going to bring back some positive information or some positive developments, but their exploration is a little bit more uh, unusual in its, in its punctuation of our time. (laughs)
1: Typically, Charlie, when my Aquarius gets lucky in a social situation, it's we've been invited somewhere, but I don't make him go. Like, that's as close <laughs> to lucky as that Aquarius ever gets.
8: Good, good for him. And I add, for, for them at the moment, there's a, a male figure dominating um, prominently, and there's a big uh, dynamic between, for, for Aquarius, this whole figuring out what's theirs and what's not theirs is. In, into family or a kind of same gender situation. So if you're a woman, you're comparing yourself to another woman. If you're a man, you're comparing yourself to another man. And these people are going to be um, either authoritative, family related. So, you know, we're trying to appease some of these traditional rules that we have while we're feeling maybe less traditional as time evolves and we explore ourselves more. You know, there's nothing like
1: um comparing yourself to a family member this time of the year. I find that that just makes the holidays go so much more smoothly, don't you, Bob? When we <laughs> Without get a doubt. A little job. bit of family yeah. drama into the mix—it just, oh, oh, I don't yeah. know, it just adds magic for me, Charlie. <laughs> All Especially right, so if you a have week. a
6: history with that person, that's that's when it's really fun.
8: Yeah, it's really <laughs> a rich. little bit of seasoning. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so the week ahead is all about exploring and finding out what's meant for you. Charlie will post this all up on the Bob and Cherry Facebook and at Bob dot com. Coming up, we're gonna play the box office game. It's Bob
5: and Sherry. Bob and Sherry ask, do you know a crazy cat person?
1: Are you crazy? We are not
5: crazy. Are you a crazy cat person? (laughs) Well! Time to out yourself and proclaim to the world your love of your kitty best friend. (laughs) Wow! It's the My Life is All About My Cat line in the Bob and Sherry store with t-shirts available in an assortment of colors with the perfect style for you. Unisex, women's, and even tank tops in sizes small to 3X. Or you can have tea or coffee with your kitty pal with ceramic mugs that also say My Life is All About My Cat. And of course, Sherry's award-winning cooking with cats is chock full of great recipes and fun photos of felines frolicking in the kitchen with shirts drinkware, and a cookbook, the Bob and Sherry store has your crazy cat person covered this holiday season, even if it's you.
3: Yeah, they're crazy, but they're a lot of fun.
5: Just hit shop at bobandcherry.com.
3: Wow! Wow! Bob
2: and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at BobandSherry.com. It is
6: time now for Bob and Sherry's Small Plates. These are news stories from around the USA and the world that you may have missed. According to people who look at this sort of thing, 50% of us do not like carol singers. Almost a third of us say (laughs) we don't want them at our front door. And about 20% say, we will not open our door if those damn carol singers are outside. Um, I'm reading this and I'm thinking, I cannot remember the last time I had carol singers come to my door. Can you remember yours?
1: Um, I would have been in high school, I think. I That's think how long it's been.
6: My kids were young, and I remember there, there were uh, carol singers that used to come to the door. And my kids would get very excited. I mean, the, you know, you know how kids are, especially if they're like in uh, third to sixth grade. Oh. Anybody well, come company. into the house. They, yeah, love, they company. love company. They Any can't company get enough do. of it. Yeah. They're like a dog almost like like Finn. My, he hears anybody coming through. Oh, my God. This could be the greatest day of my life.
1: My kids used to ask me, can we have company? Uh, girls, it's a. Yeah. Uh, it's quarter to nine on a Wednesday night. I, I don't think so. Probably I think not. we're going to bed yeah, in 15
6: right. minutes, but okay. <laughs> so, you know, I loved it. If, if you've got people in your neighborhood that are caroling, you know, have a soft heart and open the door. And uh, But carolers, let's keep it to about three short ones. I, I shall did we? this
5: when I was a kid with my brother and my sisters and neighborhood did kids. Yeah, you we did? went and we did that and we'd knock on the door and we'd always finish yeah. with, We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year yeah. was always the last yeah. thing we sang. And would you ever, get Did they ever give you a no, never. Or? I don't remember we got anything out of it. Other than really? the joy of spreading the season to my
6: neighbors. Did you, did you pick up any negative vibes like I was just talking about? Not at like, all. Uh,
5: nope. Didn't get any negative yeah. vibes. No. Ever. Yeah. yeah. No. My yeah. grandmom
1: used to invite them in and make them hot chocolate and give them Christmas cookies. If yeah, these days in. probably
6: that's frowned upon. I, I'm not
1: gonna let look oh here's some strangers who are singing Good King Wenceslas." let's fight them in like I would never yeah, right. Is I, this the purge I, I would, I would be never so do that so afraid of getting shot yeah I would never <laughs>
5: let them in
6: you know Hi, we're you carolers know
5: what, boom
6: I, I know you know it'd be funny if they were caroling with masks you know I think that would be really really <laughs> a bad idea Yeah, that'd be a bad idea. Yeah, right. Almost a third of us believe that Lapland is a made-up place. Researchers found that most of us are clueless about Lapland, with one in ten of us checking the Internet to find out its real location. 22% of us know that Lapland spans the countries Norway, Finland, Sweden, and part of Russia. One in ten adults believe Lapland is Santa's land and covers... Iceland and Greenland. And uh, Lapland is not the only location that causes confusion. About a third of us think there is no such place as Transylvania. And 40% of us think there is no such place as Christmas Island. There is really a Christmas Island. It's in the Pacific. And it's one of the first islands to see Christmas and the new year on the planet. Um, So there you go. People are, uh, are not up on Lapland. Although, let me ask you something. You hear about people going to Iceland, you know, and so many people are going to Iceland that Iceland has been saying, hey, please don't come here anymore. You're kind of ruining our country. Please don't do that. Have you ever heard of anybody going to Lapland? The only thing I, I know about Lapland is the reindeer, right? That They're famous for reindeer.
1: I have one Lapland story that I remember. I've never forgotten it. It's weird how things stick in your head. But remember Bring the band it tent- on. Remember the band 10,000 Maniacs? Natalie Merchant had a yeah. solo career too after that. So sure. She was in a club in like upstate New York or something and um, this band was playing and she got up and made up a song on the spot based on something she'd been working on in school and the song was called Reindeer Are the Cattle of Lapland and they were so blown away by her talent that they immediately asked her to join the band and that's how Ten Thousand Maniacs was born.
5: You've got to be kidding! Where did that take
1: place? I, I, I want to say upstate New York, but maybe not. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember. I don't remember all the details. Yeah. Just that she made up a song called "Right There." Reindeer are the cattle of Lapland, and I never forgot it
6: because it's so well, rich. She knew that. <laughs> she knew that it existed. And finally, coffee chains are selling Christmas drinks that contain. Almost as much sugar as three Kit Kats. So enjoy them. Ho, ho, ho. Just
5: realized that this is Bob and Sherry. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I don't believe this.
3: Shit. I cannot Just believe this. Shit.
1: Did you know that once upon a time, Christmas was basically illegal in England and parts of... Uh, The the U.S. colonies. Did you know that?
6: What do you mean? What do you mean illegal?
1: Illegal. I mean like banned. And I'll tell you why. It's because the Puritans, despite their tasteful black clothing and swaggy buckled shoes, the Puritans were the most joyless buzzkills that humanity has ever (laughs) produced. So back in the 1600s, when Oliver Cromwell was in charge of England, he found Christmas to be offensive. He felt that Christmas should be um, a sacred and somber religious holiday, a holy day, and that this business of celebrating and eating and playing music and giving gifts was obscene. And so during his reign, all these very strict laws were passed that were meant to catch anyone who held or attended a Christmas church service. And why, do, by why law, do human beings
6: always want to make other human beings' lives miserable? Miserable. Go, go Listen, ahead. Go ahead.
1: They also passed a law. Shops and markets were told you have to stay open on the twenty-fifth of December. And wait, there's more. Cromwell had soldiers ordered to patrol the streets of London, and their orders were If you see anybody preparing food for a Christmas celebration, you seize that food and you take it.
6: Ah, You you know what that was then? That was an early version of Iran's morality police.
1: Crazy train. Yeah. The Puritans Puritans thought that Christmas was an excessive, frivolous social thing. And they, they said it was wasteful. It was a threat to Christian beliefs. It encouraged immorality. It dishonored God. And so even before Cromwell showed up and passed all these laws, the Puritans made it clear that you were not allowed to celebrate Christmas. You had to sit quietly with your thoughts and think about your sins and think about how lucky you were to be alive and hope to God that a soldier didn't confiscate the ham on the way to your house for Christmas dinner. Now, this, of course, didn't last because now we have Christmas. But right. in England and in Massachusetts, right. it was against the law to celebrate on December 25th. What yeah, is there wrong were, with nobody
6: was Nobody was uh, singing joy to the world.
1: They it was just, not holly jolly. It was not no. ho ho
6: ho. Yeah. It was
1: no no yeah. no.
6: Which you know, I, I mean, blows at, my mind. At, at his core, Crom- what Cromwell was saying was that we should uh, venerate the Lord, and it should not be a day of acting foolishly. It should be a day where we, you know, reflect about our luck and uh, and so on. But it, it it is still interesting that even today there there are people we call them leaders all over the world who want us to live the way that they think everyone should live. And they're so willing to kill you for it. And they're willing to kill you for it. it. They are willing to to round you up and kill you. I'll tell you what, my uh, heart goes out, especially to the women in, uh, in Iran who are out there leading the charge against the morality police which evidently has been shut down in Iran. But the idea that you can't do this and you can't wear that and you can't see this and you can't drive that, it's just, it's so troubling.
1: I just want you to imagine like a world today where armed forces are patrolling the streets to make sure that you don't have any eggnog at your grandma's house. I know to take all like, and this is, this is in the 1600s in Massachusetts and in England. Like there wasn't electricity. People didn't have antibiotics. Life was hard. There wasn't like central heating. You were cold. Women died in childbirth. People were hungry. Everything was miserable. One freaking day out of the year, you'd light a couple of extra candles and eat a ham. But yeah. no, 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 here come the Puritan soldiers to snatch it out of your freaking mouth because God forbid there
5: be one moment of joy Can I just say, in your savage little life. How many sins could you be committing at that time? There was no internet. There was it's nothing. There was, no, there was no
1: Priscilla's. There was no Vegas. Like, oh my God. These Puritans. But
5: they they had, they,
6: they, even back then, they had one thing that was going on that day. Uh, you still could have dinner at a, at a uh, Chinese restaurant. They were still, they were still open.
1: It's Bob and Sherry
5: veterans. There's no real way to say thank you for everything you've done for us. But the Bob and Cherry Show is sure going to try. We want to send veterans on vacation, thanks to our friends at Visit Florida. Just nominate your favorite veteran by going to BobandCherry.com and hitting the contest tab and sharing their story. We could send that veteran and their family to Amelia Island, Florida, to stay five nights at Residence Inn by Marriott, Amelia Island. Located near the beach, this hotel has spacious suites, complete with full kitchens, which are perfect for families this also includes an eight-hour fishing charter with pipe dream charters a round of golf at amelia river club and a luxe boho picnic courtesy of luxe picnics by less plus round trip flights and a rental car if you're active military or a veteran florida salutes you bob and sherry are sending veterans on vacation nominate a veteran or yourself today at BobAndSherry.com. bob and sherry contest rules apply
7: Hey, it's Imani. Um, I'm out from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I just want to say hey to my family. I love y'all. miss y'all so much. Um, I can't wait to come back home and I'm really out here doing good and everything. But I will see you guys soon.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry.
6: Uh, Mary and I were enjoying an old Christmas movie we haven't seen in a long time, way back in the 1980s. Ernest Eats All the Edibles. Have you seen that one yet? That's,
5: <laughs>
4: nope,
6: that's, that's a good one. That's a fantastic one. Uh, speaking of Christmas, this is true. Somebody posted, hello to everybody in Montana. What a fantastic state. Snow covered, I'm sure, this time of the year. And, and just one of the most beautiful places on earth. It's a UPS uh, delivery uh, uh, note, and it says, uh, reason we could not deliver, bear in driveway. <laughs> that is a Montana problem.
5: <laughs> oh, my God!
6: Bear in driveway. We're getting ready to have, you know, people stay at our house, and we haven't had anybody stay at our house in a while. It's been a, it's been a while. Once in a while, Madison comes by. But we're having my kids and uh, Landon's children, And we're having uh, Mary's kids, Hampton and Madison, for a couple of days and getting everything ready, you know, going to be cooking outside a little bit. I'm trying to plan for everything. We've got most of the gifts. The tree is up. Everything is, I mean, we're ahead of the game right now. And I'm just thinking, all right, what could go wrong here? I'm going to stock plenty of, uh, you know, waters that people like, you know, fancy waters. Not everybody wants to have beer or wine. So fancy waters and plenty of food to eat. Thank God we can, we can afford that. But the thing that I'm going to do is I'm not going to really make an announcement, but I want people to know, all right, you're going to be here for two years. You got your own self. Uh, Maybe you're bringing over a friend. You got your kids and all of that. Everybody needs to entertain themselves. Because I don't want to be responsible like some freaking juggler at Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey Circus, where i got to just keep things going all the time. I want it to be more laid back, relaxed. I'm going to have some Christmas music on. You know, it's going to be nice. We're going to have the big lobster, you know, boil that, that we do. We haven't done that in several years. But people need to take care of them on their own selves. And they need to uh, figure out, you know, I'll give them some ideas, you know, where the playgrounds are and all of that, where I live, but they need to, you know, take it on themselves.
1: What a relief. What a relief. Gosh, one of the things I don't like about going to somebody else's house for the holidays uh, is feeling like I've got to be like paying attention hundred percent of the time because I'm being, I don't want that. I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge relief. Have you and, made this announcement
6: probably yet? go, sorry?
1: You, you should make this announcement via an email, I think. They'll all love oh, it. No.
6: And an email announcement, you are going everybody's going to take care of themselves and entertain themselves. That ends up in the internet. I'm not no, the that.
1: way that you phrase it is everything. You don't phrase it like that. You go, so Mary and I are so glad you're coming. And we're really looking forward to having the time together. Just want to let you all know that we don't expect you to spend every minute with us. Feel free to make some fun plans, The things you want to do, things that can Allie
6: will do. read that, and she will say, I don't think Dad really wants us to come. I, I, I really, I, I just don't think he wants us. Did you see this? He said, you know, make up your own fun. He said, I don't think he wants us there. I can't do that.
1: That would be such a, I mean, Max, would, would it not be the biggest relief It would be a relief, yes. The biggest relief. I, I yeah. would love it. It's all in how you phrase it.
6: Yeah, because, I mean, being forced to be sociable for like two or three days, that's exhausting. I've done it, you know, and, and I won't say exactly where, but you know where. And they were lovely people, but there's only so much fakiness that I can do. Even I become exhausted. And who's better at it than me, Right. But after I, two days of it.
1: I have family um, all over the country, and they live in places where there are lots of things to do. And we never get to do any of them.
6: Why? Because, because we have to be want, together? They want, to want be everybody together. <laughs> together. Oh, yeah.
1: They want everybody together. Yeah. And and I've tried, like, hey, you know what would be fun since we're all going to be together? Why don't we all go to fill in the blank? And, and they look at me like, why would you want to do that? Well, because Olivia and Karamia have never been to that. And we're so close yeah. to it. And usually we're yeah. hundreds of miles away. Yeah. And they go, they go, oh, well, you can do that the next time you come. <laughs> oh, no,
6: no, no. I, I, I was in a situation. Um, the ex's grandmother was like 90 years old. And of course... Her parents always saw the grandmother like every week, and she was a very nice lady. And all of her children saw the grandmother, but the ex and I didn't. And I'm I'm looking at the grandmother who was very hard of hearing, and she's sitting alone while everyone's talking over in the corner. And I just I just went over and just sat with her and tried to get conversation going. She's and so that. That beca- she didn't. And that became like my role. I just felt so badly for her over there. So I'm just kind of sitting alone with a woman who can't hear. It's if not what had I had been, in mind.
1: If that had been one of the grandmothers in my family, they would have been saying in Italian because you wouldn't be able to understand it. What's with this scooch that won't stop talking?
6: You know, that's probably true. No, no good turn ever goes unpunished. That's what it comes down to.
1: Blessed Mother, what is it with this one and the talking, talking, <laughs> Just talking. want to be
6: left alone. <laughs> it's Rob and Sherry.
5: Oh, well, this is odd. I decidedly odd. It's the Bob and Sherry off air podcast called The Oddcast with stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast drops every Monday and Wednesday on the Bob and Sherry website and the free Bob and Sherry app.
8: I listen to you on the way to work and the Oddcast on the way home from work every day. I Aren't it.
5: you sweet? Thank you. The Off Air Bob and Sherry podcast called The Oddcast. Download it now at BobandSherry.com with the free Bob and Sherry app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ways to get in touch with the Bob and Sherry show. Stick your head out a window and yell, Hey, Bob and Sherry. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Get the Bob and Sherry free app for your phone and leave us a talk back message. Hey, Bob and Sherry. Email us through the Bob and Sherry website, Bob and or email us hello at Bob and Sherry.com. Or you can call us at 833 4244 Bob or 844 52 Sherry. Hello, Bob and Sherry. Leave us a DM on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page, or you can just kick it old And yell out the window. Hey, Bob and Sherry!
1: You guys, something that I would like to do between now and Christmas is um, uh, maybe not every day, but a couple times a week, I would like to single out one of the worst Hallmark Christmas movies ever made and really celebrate it and give it the attention it deserves. And I got this idea because I love the Hallmark Christmas movies. The worse they are, the better I love them. The only way that could be better for me as if it ran in an endless loop with no commercials, just one <laughs> bad movie after another. I came home to set up the toy store for my dying aunt. And now I've fallen in love with you, Jake, the guy that works at a cupcake bakery and I'm leaving my life in the big city behind. I love it. Well, there's one that I don't think it's the respect it deserves. And it was made in 2003. So it's now a vintage Hallmark classic it's called a Carol Christmas, Bob, and it's a it's a riff on Dickens' A Christmas Carol, where we have this mm-hmm. you know heartless miserly businessman who's right. visited on Christmas Eve by three ghosts, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, to show him where he went wrong, and to show him what awaits him if he doesn't change the error of his ways. All right, so let's see what Hallmark did with Dickens. They made a Carol Christmas where Tory Spelling who I think is one of our greater Hallmark Lifetime movie thespians. Tori Spelling plays, she plays Carol, this sort of like haughty, cold, um, self-absorbed TV talk show host. You can't tell Carol anything. She's on her way to global superstardom. And so she gets visited by three ghosts to teach her the true meaning of Christmas. And two of those ghosts are William Shatner Gary Coleman. No,
6: no. Uh, William Shatner and Gary Coleman?
1: Yeah, William Shatner is the ghost of Christmas present. And um, it was so hard to find a clip because the whole movie is a freaking masterpiece. Here is Shatner as the ghost of Christmas present.
5: Ghost of Christmas present.
3: Why am I not surprised?
5: You were expecting me.
3: Oh, I was expecting something or someone, but no, not
5: not you. I bet you weren't. I mean, it must be scary faced with the prospect of seeing things as they really are. What was it you said about me?
3: Uh, tell them what they need to hear.
5: That's it. Well, Carol, you got to face the music, little lady. You made your bed, now you got to sleep in it. It's time to get out of your own way. Do I always speak in cliches like that? Pretty much. You think someone would tell me what I need to hear? No. Let's not get the big fella mad. Let's not upset the apple cart. I'm doing it again. Yeah. i got to work on that.
6: But this is your time, Carol. There's nobody who emotes like Shatner. It's Shatner bad. just, oh, everything is so, dr- if, if he's alone and in a car and hungry, does he pull into Wendy's and go, I'd
5: like Frosty? You know, I I mean I think think he he does. does. There's Um, this sound of I like the sound of my own voice. Is that what it is? You may be
6: right. right. Yeah. Yeah.
5: He is spectacular. I
1: I know you probably don't watch it because it's not your jam, but he hosts a show called The Unexplained. And I I can't remember history, travel. It's one of those channels. And he sits basically on a like a, a director's chair with an enormous green screen behind him. And he'll do an episode on King Tut or um crop circles or a haunting it's that kind of thing the unexplained and he and it's just like the mystery of oak island nothing is explained right it's you're mm-hmm. not going to get answers it's going to mm-hmm. open up with shatner telling you it's a mystery and it's going to close with shatner saying perhaps that's why it's unexplained <laughs> that's the show you, you know along
6: this biggest mysteries
5: and the world's strangest phenomena i'm on a quest to get to the bottom of the truth what lurks behind life's darkest anomalies?
6: But he never actually gets there. My my favorite thing done by any of the comedians that we have uh, spotlighted in the last few weeks, well, I forget which one it was, but he was talking about that Ghost uh, Hunters show that's on. Mm-hmm. And and it goes to black and white. And it's the two guys. They got flashlights in an old house. And then all of a sudden you hear something like that. What What was that? Let's go over there. They, in, in eight seasons, they have never found a ghost, not one, but this is why the chat,
1: this is why the chat is a genius. He's hosting a show called unexplained and at no point will there be an explanation offered because it's unexplained So smart and his head. If you watch the unexplained, I think Max does, um, his, his head is so beefy and enormous. Like it's. I, how does your head grow, continue to grow? I know, like, some things on you, like your hair grows your whole life, right? How does his head continue to grow, Max?
5: I don't know, but it reminds me of that time we came up with the idea for a website called BigMeatyHeads.com. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. So People we were, gonna were gonna very excited about I know, that. I know, I yeah. know. So we did it, and then we bought the domain, and then we kind of forgot about it. And then some probably- bean counter from up at the corporate office came and says, what is this BigMeatyHeads.com you have? It was like, have oh,
1: no sense of oh. <laughs>
5: What were we paying?
1: Like $6 a year to GoDaddy and took it away from us? They did. All right. So today's so bad that it's a masterpiece. Christmas movie salute goes out to... A Carol Christmas starring Tori Spelling, William Shatner and Gary
5: Coleman. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry wants you to color your way to winning a $100 Visa gift card and a copy of the Bob and Sherry coloring book, It's Always Something, a coloring book for exhausted adults. All you have to do is number one, go to the Bob and Sherry website and hit the contest page. Number two, download the image. Number three, color the image however you want. Number four, upload the image to hello at Bob and Sherry Where our blue ribbon panel of judges will pick a winner. Color your way to a $100 Visa gift card and a copy of our new coloring book. From Bob and Sherry.
2: Bob and Sherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers Merch. Just hit shop at Bob and Sherry.com.
6: We were just talking about television shows, and let's continue. I note that Netflix is bringing on a show in January called That 90s Show. And, yes, it is an extension of that 70s show. I'm going to tell you how many of the original people are going to be in it right after we listen to the trailer.
0: Okay, kids, the basement is all yours. Lights on, shirts on, and no dancing. No dancing. You're like the guy
3: from Footloose.
7: (laughs) No dancing, you guys.
3: They go in my room, my Goes in their ass. You sweet man. I think we should just say. Whoa.
6: Get
5: out. See you soon. Get out.
7: Don't be a stranger.
5: Get out.
6: Extra
7: icing.
5: That was mine.
7: We never locked the sliding door.
5: We do now. So, Red
6: and Kitty, the parents, are returning, the original actors, and I have to tell you, I'm looking at some pictures and I've seen the trailer, and they look exactly the same, including their clothing. They're wearing (laughs) the same clothes. The uh, decorations and the furniture in the house are pretty much the same. Because, you know, have you ever been in a house that uh, older people live in and, like, they bought some nice stuff? 20 years earlier, and it's still good. And then, you know, you, you as a child, you might say, hey, mom, you might want to update the, cr-. why they're perfectly good. That's what you're looking at in the 90s show. Ashton Kutcher and his wife, Mila, are going to be uh, coming back, I don't think, every week. Uh, it's, a, it's a, I don't know, nine-episode run, something like that. Uh, obviously, Mr. Masterson, Danny Masterson, will not return as the stoner rebel Hyde uh, because of allegations of sexual assault in recent years. And, um, let's see who else. Also, I think, uh, uh, Topher, Topher Grace, Uh, what's, what's happened to him? I haven't seen him in much of anything recently. He was really good. Fez is coming back, uh, for a while and for a few of the episodes. And it looks like, uh, Netflix is all in on this. The the big difference, as I just mentioned, is the downstairs, the basement, which was a big, you know, part of the '70s show, is uh, all filled with new kids.
1: Who and who are, are these children hutchings. that are at Rhett and Kiddies? Who are these kids?
6: They're grandchildren. A couple of them are grandchildren. Yeah.
1: Eric and Donna had kids, or Eric's sister had children. Like, where did these um, children come
6: from? Let me see.
1: Is um, Laura Prepon coming back? Are she and Eric? Did she and Eric grow up and end up together and have children?
6: What I'm reading does not say who they belong to, but they they would have to belong to uh, one of those uh, former characters, wouldn't they?
1: Or I guess they could be um, uh, Michaels or or Hides. I mean, I guess Rhett and Kitty could be yeah. taking in other people's kids. I you know I loved that '70s show. I didn't watch it when it was like on on. Yeah. Because I was, I don't even know when it was on, on, but I'm reruns. Like I'll do a binge. If I'm flipping channels and there's three of them back to back, I'll sit and watch all of them.
5: Uh, Bob and Cherry show guest Tommy Chong is going to be on.
1: Yeah. Tommy so he's, Chong is on it? Oh, no yeah. kidding. He's, I'm trying to remember the character he played. Was Leo. he Hyde's dad?
5: I, I don't Leo. know. He's was Leo was his name. Uh, should, I, I know know just what? one of the, one of the children remember, is their grandchild. One of them. Right.
6: Right. Yeah. At least one of them. Yeah. I just remember, uh, Vilmer Valderrama uh, Fez. I just remember him in this one episode and I couldn't believe it was on, especially back then. He took a bra and he stretched it around like a radiator so he could practice taking it off.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen that episode.
6: It, but wow.
1: I've not seen that one.
6: <laughs> wow. So anyway, uh, it's going to be back for a, a short run. I think it's going to be popular. I think there's enough nostalgia going. It's a it's a perfect show after uh, you know that many years for people who liked it, who grew up with it, to be a little nostalgic. And it's, and a, it limited is
1: of, yeah. it's so, a limited it's run. Yeah, it's a limited run. You have to commit yeah.
6: to it. And it, and it's cool that some of the folks are coming back to uh, at least do you know cameos in the thing. Again, it begins on Netflix in January. It's Bob and Cherry.
5: Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault.
6: So, uh, according to this new underwear survey, women voted Christmas as the sexiest time of the year. Valentine's came in second.
1: That's so weird.
6: Yeah, sexiest time of the year. And uh, their husband or boyfriend's birthday came in third. And of all the lingerie... Or costume sort of lingerie that's available for Christmas. There are two that are the most popular. And I would encourage.
1: Costume. um, You just like costume. Yeah.
6: yeah. But it's lingerie. It's lingerie costume, okay? Uh, The French maid, excellent, always an excellent choice, came in second. And the first one was the. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the sexiest time of the year, The sexy
1: Sherry. Santa thing? Yeah. Did that come The sexy in first? elf.
6: The sexy elf is, uh, is number one. This is the only
1: reason he's doing this. It's the only reason.
6: No, it's not. Yes, I don't want is. people to throw away their money. Because sexy lingerie, the sales go up 512% late November and early December. What do you think about that?
1: There is no way... That I would show up on Christmas Day dressed in a sexy French maid outfit. That is why? so weird. Why, why do
6: you hey. close yourself out of of you know spreading joy in in new ways?
1: I could see the sexy Santa thing, the little Santa hat.
6: No, you it's know, not a little, Santa. It's an a elf. little red velvet. Santa and is some a man. Silk. Santa is a man. But you the, cannot be a sexy Santa. The
1: elf thing, unless you have pointy ears. Nobody even knows you're an elf.
6: No, they would know you're an elf. You got the little shoes with maybe a little bell or something on it. You know, the green color, the red color. It's fine. The if sexy elf is fine. I didn't have the fine. pointy
1: ears on, Kevin wouldn't know I was an elf.
6: Yes, he would. He
1: wouldn't. He would not know I was an elf. I don't know. If what, I showed up in his... the pointy shoes with bells, he would be like, are we playing I Dream of Genie'? Am I the major? Like, he wouldn't You get would have that. on the
6: green tights. The green tights. And like a little short dress, I think, is what. Remember, we had but a sexy elf who delivered something once.
1: That's not lingerie. That's a costume. It's like a Halloween costume.
6: Well, maybe I'm wrong then. Um,
1: you're totally wrong. You're just making this up as you go. No, I'm not. I, this is
6: this is an article that I read about.
1: Where did you find this article? Uh, yes. That doesn't matter. Uh, I don't.
6: Frisky.com. I don't divulge my sources The dirty. I'll be I'll be ripped off. The
5: frisky. The dirty.
6: No, it's a it's the it, creepy. It was it was sent to me and it's from a uh, women's uh, website.
1: Um, the costume that's with tights and a little—that's a lot. The costume with tights and a little dress—that's not lingerie. That's a costume.
6: Well, maybe that's a costume. So get rid of the tights, and and you could still be a sexy elf. Are, are you looking for this, Todd? Are there any? Can you describe to us what's online with the sexy elf? You're not looking for that. Oh, that's right. Our, we
1: have a fire our firewall. Our firewall wouldn't we'll allow
6: that. And that. plus, you you won't give me your source. If you just gave me the source, I'd look. I can't. At, I can't do it. Yeah, because it's the frisky.com. It I is not found the frisky.com. Won't tell you because it's
5: embarrassing.
6: No, I'm not. It's it's a site called Female First. With uh, capital Fs and Female and First. All right, what the hell am so. I
1: getting a sexy elf costume and how am I explaining that to the kids? Wow,
6: well you don't know. The kids are put to bed, and then you become when when you know you're waiting for Santa to arrive. With, with, <laughs> Ew. And you're trimming the tree. It's Santa's most
1: loyal <laughs> helper.
6: <laughs> That's when you would put on the sexy elf costume. Picture it. All right, they're they're asleep, and and there you are. Maybe the, you got the sexy elf costume on. You go get a couple of glasses of wine.
1: Because I haven't the done fire, enough to get this fire, holiday going.
6: <laughs> the fire is. I roaring. haven't
1: done enough. <laughs> Now I've got to go and rent a costume. Oh,
6: no, you would buy it. This is lingerie.
1: Oh, Santa, guess who's been naughty? Santa, instead of cookies, I've left something
6: else by the fire. You're not selling it. You really, you got to sell it. Lord, all right? help us all. It's uh, Bob and Sherry, and good luck when you go out for those gifts. I hope this was, was very helpful to
5: you this morning. Bob and Sherry ask, do you know a crazy cat person?
2: Are you crazy? We
5: are not crazy. Are you a crazy cat person? Well! Time to out yourself and proclaim to the world your love of your kitty best friend. Wow! It's the My Life is All About My Cat line in the Bob and Sherry store with t-shirts available in an assortment of colors with the perfect style for you. Unisex, women's, and even tank tops in sizes small to 3X. Or you can have tea or coffee with your kitty pal with ceramic mugs that also say My Life is All About My Cat. And of course, Sherry's award-winning cooking with cats is chock full of great recipes and fun photos of felines frolicking in the kitchen with shirts drinkware, and a cookbook, the Bob and Sherry store has your crazy cat person covered this holiday season, even if it's you.
3: Yeah, they're crazy, but they're a lot of fun.
5: Just hit shop at BobandSherry.com. Wow! Hey, everybody. I'm Specialist Eddins. I'm stationed down here at the Army Marksmanship Unit at Fort Benning, Georgia. I'm from Boone, North Carolina, and I'd like to wish everybody back home a Merry Christmas.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and
1: Sherry. Most of the clickbait that hits my phone or my iPad or whatever is just so, like, you look at it and you, you just, you're swiping to delete it. You don't even bother. But one hit my phone yesterday afternoon that made me laugh out loud. So I had to click on it and I'm going to regret it forever because now they have me. Right. But how do you not click on this headline? What are the five best ways to make extra money? If you hate people, (laughs) (laughs) how do you not, how do you not click on that? So of course I did. Um, And (laughs) you know what? It's all scams. Like um, number one, download the free app called bingo cash and you'll win, you'll get 80 bucks every time you win bingo. That that feels like a scam a, a to me. A bit
6: of a dodgy concept. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, step number two, download solitaire cash. You're already playing solitaire on your phone, this clickbait says, and it's not a spammy app. There's no catch. There's not even any annoying ads. You win a game of solitaire, you get paid $83 every time you win a game. I'm kind of terrible at solitaire, and I don't know why, because it seems like an easy enough game. Um, here's another one another way to make money if you hate people, you sign up for something called inbox dollars. You watch video clips every day, you answer a few questions, they pay you. There's not one of these that I believe actually works. No, not so far. And I would, if that anyone's listening, who's done this and you, you are actually making money off of it and you're not the scammers that stole my Instagram account and won't give it back. I'd love to Mm -hmm. hear from you. Um, Then there's a game called bubble cash that pays you to pop bubbles. It's a bubble popping game. I I don't believe that either. I don't Um, either. No. And finally the fifth way to make extra money if you hate people is to sign up with branded surveys and you'll get paid five bucks per survey for sharing your honest opinion. And if you did that three times a day, every day of the month, you could earn up to 140 bucks a month. And again, I just don't believe it. It says here that Branded Surveys pays has paid people more than $20 million in the past 10 years. I just don't believe it. Even though, according to Trustpilot, it's legit. I don't. I just don't believe any of this. Am I being too cynical? Is this is any of this crap real? I almost said something else. You know, I, I could
6: see. <laughs> I I could see possibly you ended up with one hundred and twenty dollars for doing all of these surveys because, God knows, businesses just want more and more input that they can uh, call attention to with their businesses. I could see that, but it sounds like a lot of work for one hundred and twenty bucks. But everything is well, relative. I mean, if you don't have one hundred and twenty dollars, you know, but it's going to take you all month to get it. it because they're paying what 5 bucks a shot.
1: But again, if it doesn't take but a few minutes to do it and
6: That's you're sitting true.
1: there goofing around on your phone anyway, I yeah. don't I don't I don't know if any of this is legit or not. And part of the reason that I'm so suspicious of it is that how many times a day you're always complaining about how many times a day you're asked to complete a survey or review a product. And nobody's offering you jack. I know, but maybe Maybe it's because most people are like you and they won't respond. That's why these companies have to pay to get somebody to tell them their opinion. What do you think?
6: Well, I think you'll probably get a more positive uh, response because the person who's filling it out wants the five books. So you may be right there. And what does that say about, you know, reviews that you, uh, that you read nothing that's too believable.
1: I'm going to, um, I don't want to sign up for any of these because I I just don't want any more crap on my phone. I I must have signed up for something that I'm getting articles like how to make money if you hate people. Um, But I'm so, so, so curious about, especially the last one. Like, I I don't believe that you're going to give me $80 to play bingo on my phone. And I definitely don't believe you're going to give me money to pop cartoon bubbles on my phone. But this branded survey thing with the Trustpilot rating, there might be something to that. And I just wonder how legit it is.
6: I think it's legit, just enough to be legit, and that's it. That you might get a buck here, you might get a buck there. You know, even everybody if, who plays the lottery is going to win a scratch off every once in a while, even if it's for only five dollars. So I think that's what they're uh, that's what they're counting on, and maybe they get enough positive, you know, input from whatever the product is that it that it's beneficial. That it's I don't worthwhile. Know. It's I don't know everything either. is just such a time waster with the internet. I, you know, I go and I get a, a, I get a frosty at Wendy's, and there it is on my phone. How was your frosty? On a scale of one to five, was it the best frosty you've ever had? Have you ever had something that was a competitor of frost? Oh, stop it!
1: Stop <laughs> it! Just leave me alone. It sounds- Sounds like somebody needs a way to pick up some extra money because he hates people. (laughs) I'm going to text this to your phone. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening.